Who are the top players in the state of Utah that the University of Utah needs to be looking at and going after in recruiting? We're talking about today's Locked On. You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown News your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you may get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. My name is JT Wistersill, former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. On today's show, we're talking all things Utah recruiting, in particular, the state of Utah recruiting. And just there are so much so many talented players in the state of Utah that I had to bring on my man. And the first person I ever called a high school football game with, Moose Bingham, who's the CEO of Recruiting Pro, the host of the Utah Preps podcast, and a former Utah and BYU kicker in general. So, Moose, there is a ton of talent in the state. I'm excited to talk about these guys. Oh, it's beyond ridiculous. Right this second, there's over 60 guys in the Pac-12 that played in the state of Utah. There's about 100 total kids, P5, in the – well, there's more than that. There's about 70 in the Big 12 that played high school football in the state of Utah. And there's a few in the SEC and the Big 12. In the next two years, we're projected to have over 200 kids in the P5 ranks. That is that is incredible. I mean, that is what a way to start the pod with a stat like that, by the way. So I appreciate you uh, sharing that insight. And uh, there are so many talented players in the state that uh, what I thought would be fun is we are a little over a month away from the start of high school football by the time this comes out. Um, by drafting some of the top recruits and players that Utah should be looking at. So me and Moose are going to take turns going back and forth. I'm going to start it off because it is my show. (laughs) Usually, sometimes you give give the guests the first pick, but I decided, like, you know what? This guy is an offensive lineman. I used to play offensive lineman. I want to talk about him right away and didn't want to let him slip through my fingers. It's Isaiah Garcia, the top recruit in the state teammate with Isaac Wilson now the top quarterback in the state who's already committed to Utah Wilson already had mentioned like hey I'm going to try to recruit people to come to school come to the university with me and he was talking about just in general other skill position players I think more so but of course he's going to want his main guy who's going to be protecting his blind side and is not just one of the top tackles in the state but in the nation as well Garcia 6'5 280 a four star I mean Moose I really don't see much of a weakness in his game his footwork is exceptional the strength plays with a good base good anchor like I mean Garcia is lights out no, I, I actually just rated Garcia and like everyone's like, who's the dude? And Isaiah is exactly that dude. Technically, he's sound and he's gotten more aggressive every single year, which I love. And he has the attitude to get to that third level. Garrett Bowles type thing. And then in pass pro, he's just a stonewall. Love him. I think he's a P5 kid and I think he's draftable. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised to see that Kingsley Suamata'ia, Garrett Bowles type situation coming out of him in the next little bit. But he's worth the price of admission, and you better have your popcorn ready because he has that nasty edge, and I love it. Utah would have the inside track, but his brother just entered the transfer portal from Utah, which is a little bit alarming. But he did take his official visit there, which I really like. So Utah still has a good chance, and as long as you have a phenomenal offensive line coach like they have at the U, you always have a chance with these in-state guys. 
That's a great point. Jim Harding does do a great job. And uh, Garcia in the 2024 class. I do want to mention we're drafting players from 24, 25. And uh, Moose may even have someone on his 26 radar. I, I don't know how deep he's going to be going on this. But uh, Moose, who is the, the first guy you're going to take off now that I've taken Garcia off the board? If you're taking Garcia, I need a quarterback. And I'm going to go with the recent Utah offer, Helaman Kasuga of the class of 2026. Tim Views quarterback. He just got offered by USC. Utah should be following. They should because Helaman is everything and then some. Six foot two. He's an absolute dog. The throws he was making as a freshman, I was like, what is going on here? Because this dude is an absolute stud. His football IQ is through the roof. And if he's good enough for Lincoln Riley, he's good enough for me. That is that is that is 100% the case. And yeah, when you mentioned Kasuga, I mean, you're talking about a guy. I remember hearing you were even telling me things about him going into the season, like just how hard he works and prepares. And look, he came into a Tempview team that had high expectations and had other people transfer in there too who they thought would be their quarterback. Kasuga was so good. They had to put him on the field right away. He helped them reach the state championship game and took a guy in Jackson Brousseau and the Lehigh Pioneers who won last year's state championship in 2021. The Pioneers did win it in 22 too. But Kasuga's going up and down the field with Brousseau as just a freshman inside Rice Eccles Stadium. I think the idea of adding him to, to be just kind of one of the next potential great Utah quarterbacks I think is really appealing. And uh, he, he is a very special player and uh, – as you mentioned too, like Lincoln Riley may be leaving the Pac-12, but uh, anytime you got a guy of that offensive mind caliber who's interested in a player like that, it is definitely someone you're going to be interested in. So I love that pick. I'm going to stick with the 24 class. This is a guy that he's just a highlight machine. Roger Saliapaga is oh, exceptional. You <laughs> big old jerk. That's who I was going to pick. I, I couldn't leave him on the board. I mean, you talk about a guy's a top 25 tight end in the country that could climb even higher. There was a situation this year. I forget the game. Moose, you might remember. Um, they threw like a jump ball up to him, like end of the half end zone. He caught it over like two dudes. There was a flag, so they had to do it again. They threw it to him again. There were like three or four people. He still came down and caught it. He's an unbelievable athlete and just a monster at every level of the field. And with how good Utah uses their tight ends, I think he'd be a perfect fit in this offense too. So why don't you just take a knife, stab it in my back, <laughs> and then rotate it? Because he did it to my Alta Hawks, my alma mater, and it hurts. It hurts, JT. If you're going to take a tight end, I'm going to take a tight end. Ooh. But I'm going with Grayson Brousseau. Six foot six, 225 pounds. Grayson gets exponentially better every time I see him. Three sport athlete. So he's not just focusing on football, which I really like. Incredibly hard worker. He could play almost any position at the next level. He's an elite receiver, elite blocker, light on his feet, great vision. And he could play D end or outside backer. I mean, there's no one that's going to stop this kid, and I'm willing to bet that he gets a lot more love in the next little bit, getting offers from all over the pack and then some. Yeah, he is an exceptional athlete and player, and like you mentioned, the versatility is uh, is really key. Moose, one thing I was really curious to get your thoughts on is you just brought it up there, multi-sport athletes. I feel like there's this thing with a baby Gronk and everything kind of going out there and counting all this stuff right now. And there's such an emphasis like, oh, just a football player. There's no problem with you are, but it's also not a bad thing to play multiple sports, right? No, it's actually a really good thing. So whenever I look for offensive tackles, I looked at if they played uh, basketball. So like Aaron Dunn, when I was sitting down with Colorado, they were like, I don't care about his football film. We can teach him to football. We can't teach his feet to move when he's setting screens, when he's doing those things. So if you guys want to go to the next level, playing multiple sports really is your ticket. And then it allows you to not have the burnout 
from playing a single sport all year long. I found some massive, massive <laughs> advantages for kids playing multi-sports. All of these kids, they think that they're like, hey, the position I'm playing right now is the position I'll be playing in college. Mm, contraire derriere. Because in all reality, you're going to be playing multiple positions. And when you get to the next level, you're going to be playing the position that's going to help the team the most and that you fit in the best. So like we can look at back last year with um, Alabama. They had one of the twins from Olympus and he came in as a defensive end and ended up playing tight end for a couple national championship teams and got drafted in the top 100. He wasn't going to do that as a defensive end, but Cameron Latu went in, did what he needed to and got the skills he needed to, to be a top 100 draft pick and get paid very, very well. A lot of kids move positions. If you're looking for a great cornerback, a lot of times we look for the best running back that has great hips that we can teach to be a cornerback. If you're looking for a great tight end, you take the tall receiver that can move on in. If you're looking a phenomenal tackle, sometimes you take tight ends, move them inside. Great interior lineman, take that tackle, move them inside. So it's really interesting to see what teams do and where you end up. But playing multiple sports is only going to help you within reason. So if you're not, if you're like locked in as a senior and you're playing multiple sports and you're just risking injury, that's not good. But all the way up until your junior year, play as many sports as possible. I appreciate you sharing that insight because like we mentioned, there is kind of that notion out there like, oh, you just got to focus on this year round if you want to be the best. And it is cool to hear that people at the next level do look for, hey, what other sports do you play? What other things can you do? Because it is important to have that versatility because you might end up playing a different position. That's a great point. And uh, we are going to continue to be drafting some of the best players in the state of Utah in a moment. But first, got to talk to you guys about our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Baseball season is in full swing and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because Right now, new customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on today to join with FanDuel. It's super easy, guys, as I mentioned, to head in. And the MLB season is rolling on. Do you guys think Shonei Otani is going to be able to keep it up? Do you think your team is going to be able to get out of the rut they're in? Or if they're doing great, are they going to be able to keep up that momentum? Head over to FanDuel and capitalize on whatever you think is going to happen. So don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. So, Moose, coming back into this one, um, I was there's a couple other guys on my board I wanted to say, but you know what? I had so much fun taking one of your guys from me last time. I kind of want to do it again. I'm sorry, but you mentioned Aaron Dunn. I mean, how can I not talk about Aaron Dunn now? We were talking about a guy who's 6'8", 285. He's only a three-star on 24-7 right now. That is definitely going to climb since he is a guy in the class of 2025. Just an exceptional athlete. Great footwork, strength, everything. Just kind of just going to continue to grow over the next two seasons as well, I feel like. Dunn is going to be a guy that everyone in the country is going to be going after Moose. Absolutely. When I first met Aaron Dunn, he was in eighth grade, came and sat down in the foyer at Spanish Fork. And I was like, Dustin, what is that? <laughs> like, that's my freshman that's going to be yeah. a, my freshman starting tackle next year. I'm like, congratulations on having a four year starter at tackle. Must be nice. But that's what he's done. Honestly, as a freshman, I was like, ah, not super impressed. As a sophomore, I'm like, holy crap, he's getting it. Mm-hmm. He threw into his body. He's understanding. He's up to six foot seven, legit, 
not one of these four, four kids that's running around. He's a legit six, seven. He's a legit two eighty five Now he's moving great. Mm-hmm. And he reminds me a lot of Blake Freeland. Ooh. I think that he is going to be a phenomenal player and I love him a lot and you're ticking me off. <laughs> so I need another pass catcher for my quarterback. I'm going to go with Jerome miles. Oh yeah. For my next pick Jerome. I like that. He's just a freaking stud. Jerome six foot three, 185 pounds. And he's the truth. I mean, he has an elite frame. He could catch a cold in the desert, create separation at will. I don't think there's one defensive player in the state that can hang with him. There's literally nothing he can't do on the football field. I even watch him kicking field goals. He can kick 50 plus yard field goals too. I mean, the kid is so naturally talented. The one thing that I'm like scared of, he's going to be a one-two punch with care. And I love Noah care. I think Utah should be going after him. They've always been like looking for Britton Covey and they're like, let's go to the South. We'll find Alabama's missed football. Nate, grab yourself a Noah care. If you're smart, Utah, but Jerome miles, he's got everything you want him going to corner Canyon. I think the expectations at corner Canyon are going to surprise him a little bit. He's not going to be the best player on the field at any time mm-hmm. because Noah care is so elite in his route running. He's so elite in his hands. And Jerome Miles has more potential than him, supposedly. But I love Jerome Miles, and I love that he's going to have a mentor in Noah Care to get the things he needs to. If he takes advantage of learning from Noah and Coach Care and from Isaac Wilson, I think Jerome's a kid that could end up being a first-round draft pick, for real. He's the best receiver I've seen in this state since Puka Nakua, talent-wise. Yeah, talent-wise. No, for sure. I, I get what you're saying. You're not saying like, oh, if the draft, like, just like look ahead in five years, this dude is a guaranteed first round. That's not all you're saying. You're saying he has the potential to be, and when you read off the intangibles and when you turn on the film and see all of those traits and the things he flashes because of the length and the speed and route running and all of that, once it's refined a little more too, he's absolutely can be that level of a dude. And you mentioned he's going to Corner Canyon where he's going to have a little extra exposure because there are so many talented players on Corner Canyon. So, Moose, I decided I should stick with Corner Canyon for my next pick and i am going to take cash dylan 6'5, 220 an edge defender right now he's a guy in the class of 24 it's, it's crazy that he is currently listed as the third best prospect in the class on his team yet he's the sixth overall player in the state he's a top 50 pass rusher just an exceptional athlete great bend uses his hands really well and i think you get him with luther ellis too i think it would just be he'd be exceptional at the next level with utah what i like about him is his frame he's still yeah. pulling out he can be an outside backer too True. What no one really talks about with him. And he's good enough to play tight end. Mm -hmm. If Coach Care utilized tight ends ever, he would be (laughs) one of my top picks. You're such a bum for taking all my guys. (laughs) I'm just going to take another Corner Canyon kid just because I can. And I'm taking Take Care because I love him. Mm -hmm. 4 5 40 laser. And every single kid that says they run a 4 4, I want to see them in a race with Take Care because you're a liar. Tate is the full package at slot. I'm going to utilize a slot in my offense. I think he's an absolute stud. There's nothing that Tate can't do. And he's a football coach's son. He understands football to a level that you and I could never. And then some. He's also a holder. So I have good respect for him for that. So we have to make sure that as long as Jerome Miles is kicking, we're going to have Tate care holding. So I needed to keep the dynamic duo together. 
not just on offense, but special teams as well. <laughs> I love it. And Kara was actually a guy I thought I'd be able to get Kara with my, my last pick. So you stole one of my guys for once. Well done. Um, because Wilson is coming to Utah, I think it's so great. It would be so great to have Kara come as well. A guy he has so much trust with. That's a huge thing between a quarterback and receiver. We've seen chemistry be built up over time. It'd be pretty nice if Wilson and Kara could walk in together already with that trust built up overall. So I absolutely agree with you there. I definitely think Utah should go after Kara. And uh, another guy Utah should go after for me is Lone, uh, excuse me, Sky Ridge played corner K in the state championship last year. And Sky Ridge, Smith Snowden. Cecilia Kana, they were loaded with dudes, some of which, as I mentioned, is Smoden going to be coming up to Utah. But the one that I'm really looking at, Moose, that really excites me for the future of their team is Ben Howard, the offensive tackle, Ooh. left tackle for them. He, he's lights out. He's incredible. If it wasn't for the physical traits of a read, I think he could be even higher ranked up right now. When you're talking about Howard, 6'4", 300, I think he already plays with really good technique, has good strength overall too, and still was only just a sophomore on a state championship team last year. I think he's only going to continue to grow and get better, and I won't think it won't be long at all too. We've seen him at a number of high-profile camps that more of these schools are going to be coming in and offering Howard because he's exceptional. And Moose, I don't know where you're going with the next pick, but he's not even the only one on – in the sophomore class of the Sky Ridge offensive linemen are soon to be juniors now. That's worthy of this discussion as well. No, I do love Darius Afalava. Mm-hmm. You're leaving one guy on the board for me that I'm going to steal above. Nuku Mafi out of mm. West High School. Yeah. Give me that. Ooh, Nuku Mafi, six foot five, 300 pounds, straight up mauler. He's a road grader. He wakes, wakes up on the wrong side of the bed every freaking morning. He's mean as a bull coming after a matador. I mean, goodness gracious, great feet. He could be a top interior lineman, but I like him at tackle. I yeah. love him at tackle. Super strong. I have no knocks on his game. He's right up there with Isaiah Garcia for me. Yeah, I mean, he's exceptional too. This, Like we said, this state and the amount of talent in it overall is – Incredible. That's something I want to dive into a second, but I want to give us each one more pick. There's, there's a ton of players who aren't going to get mentioned. Um, we might, so Moose, we might even have to have you on to do this again. Um, but I'm going to take Davis Andrews here, the American fork defensive back six two, one ninety, 190, just an incredible athlete, great hands. I think he's a guy who could come in at the next level. And like he's listed as an athlete on 24 seven sports. I think he'll be just end up playing somewhere in the defensive backfield. Great hips, great footwork, just sticks to receivers. I think that, uh, and even I, I should even say, like when he decides to cover, I, I think he's best unlocked at safety at the next level. I, I think he would be lights out for the University of Utah. <laughs> That's an interesting pick because <laughs> he's my number one safety. <laughs> I hate you for it, but I have no problem taking my number two safety, who their rating for me is mm-hmm. neck and neck. I'm talking about Faluteu Salatea. Yeah, from Bountiful absolute monster and here's the thing davis has done a lot he's been locked into that safety position though falateo he's been playing quarterback he's been playing receiver he's been all over the place and he hasn't been able to just sit at that safety spot and develop when you go to a game and he's playing he's a game changer on every single level and i honestly think that he's a nate Ritchie type player ads get on his shoulders Physical, incredible hands, and I could see him at free safety, but I could also see him putting some weight on. But I'm mad you're ending this early. I wanted to grab Austin Pay. I wanted to grab Darius Afalava, Sioka Pay Wallace. I want. I had my running back all slit into Vita Valetti, and I was gonna get Ooh. Kitty Kitty. And you're making me mad, JT. 
Well, that's all I said. I mean, I said we are less, a little less than a month away from the high school football. I, like I said, honestly, we might have to have you on to do this again because there are just so many talented players. And uh, for those of you who haven't been lucky enough yet to listen to Moose call a game because Moose does an exceptional job. He's the ultimate hype guy. He does a great job at what he does in recruiting. Moose, I just wanted to close this out by giving you an opportunity just to talk more about the talent in this state currently and just hype up how exceptional the high school football product is. And people who listen to this, you should get out and go to these games because you are going to see some of the best players in the West, honestly. Yeah, 100%. It was interesting. I was – my main job war room, we actually work with top colleges, USC, Oregon, Washington, Michigan – um, all schools all over. We've worked with Texas A&M in the past. We've worked with Virginia from coast to coast. We help teams out with recruiting. And I was with one of the PEC 12 head coaches and I was like, what are the key States that you go after? And he's like, honestly, we start with Utah Ooh. and Missouri. And then we hit up all the other school States. I'm like, really Utah. And he's like, look, the linemen that are coming out of Utah are amazing. I mean, not even just interior, just the tackles. I finished rating the tackles and I haven't seen talent like this possibly ever. Like we said, Isaiah Garcia, Nuku Mafi, Austin Pay, Darius Afalava, Aaron Dunn, Ben Hayward, Sioka Pay Wallace, Jensen Somerville, Nicholas Hadlock from Bingham. I really like, I mean, there's 10 guys right there and I haven't even gotten started mm-hmm. to with you. And that's not talking about the interior linemen. I mean, our interior linemen here, Second to none. It's fun to watch in defensive tackles, defensive ends. The only way to build a team is by stopping in Utah at this point. And like I said, there's going to be 200 kids in the P5 ranks within two years. You can mark my words on that one. So that is amazing to watch. The Just the amount of kids and the amount of talent and the amount of training these kids are getting. With OFA Elite, I mean – Ross Oppo does a great job with the receivers. Dustin Smith does a really good job with the quarterbacks. I loved coaching the kickers. I mean, even kickers right now, we had a kicker that just got an offer to San Diego state. We've got two of the top four punters in the country in the 25 class. It's just nuts with what's going on. So, and then tight ends. I mean, I can't say enough about the tight ends in this state. So any, game you go to in this state you're going to see major division one talent guys that'll be playing on saturdays and possibly sundays as well you're absolutely right and to your point too you just mentioned the who's the kicker who committed uh from utah i want to say it wasn't ian sanchez who's the kicker that's going to be coming to the university of utah they just signed him to this class oh it's oh Free. Is he the, the Freeman? Is it Dax Iverson? Is he the Freeman? It's guy? Dax Iverson. It is Dax. Okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I was like, if you didn't just ask me that, I'm like, I can see his goofy hair right now. <laughs> he just decided to go on a mission, actually. Oh, he did. Yeah. So once he is done serving his mission, that'll be coming to Utah. And Utah is going to have Cole Becker for this year. I think Becker could have one more year as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see how everything plays out with him as well. But uh, lots of talent coming through Utah. And Moose is so important in the state of college football today, in my opinion, to recruit your own state well, your homegrown talent, to bring those guys in. And that was one of the things that made this Utah recruiting class that they just got better than any of the ones before, right? You bring in Spencer Fano, Hunter Clegg, Smith Snowden, 
and I'm even probably forgetting a few other ones as I try to rattle off the top of my head. Like it's just, it's an exceptional talented group in the state of Utah. And I think if Utah wants to continue to be relevant in the future of college football, they've done a great job hitting the under the radar guys, but I think it would be great for them to continue to find the best players in the state. They've already got Wilson, as we mentioned, uh, they have a good chance at Garcia, Dylan, um, Salia Paga, a ton of these dudes. I guess I should say, I don't know how great their chances are at Salia Paga. I know he's got Miami and Oregon as well. So uh, we'll see how his recruitment plays out. But either way, Utah is continuing to focus on the in-state guys, in my opinion, Moose, is essential to their future success. Well, I completely agree. And it's not just the first time around, but it's the transfer portal kids as well. Great point. I really like the kids that are getting out of the transfer portal. I like what they're doing. And so Utah, they have about 34 kids on their roster from the state right now. And what they're realizing is it's not going to fly anymore, just the PWO situation. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, oh, okay, we'll throw a PWO your way. No, if you're trying to do that with like a Jensen Somerville who has an offer from Stanford and UCLA, these guys will be playing against you, not with you. And so that's what you never want at Utah. You got to get a fence around your backyard and you have to dominate because if you don't, someone else is going to come and grab these kids. I promise you that like Oregon last year had about 10 kids from the state of Utah. You don't want to play Jeffrey Bossa. You don't want to play Jackson powers Johnson. Mm. You don't want to play Kingsley Sumataia or Voitanufi or, 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 or (laughs) trust me. These guys are studs. You're, you're absolutely right. The state is loaded. There's lots of fun talent to watch. And uh, Moose, if people want some, you, you're a man of many talents. If people want some recruiting advice, as well as if they want to know more about the players in the state, where should they check out your stuff at? So my podcast, the Utah Preps podcast, we actually rate every single player in the state that has film based on their college potential. Because I've had people call me, my kid's the best tackle in the state. I'm like, your kid is the best tackle in the state for high school but he's six foot two. So he's not going to be playing in college. His arms are too short. There's measurables. Football is a genetics game. The other thing, TikTok at Moose Bingham, just go follow me there. Super fun. But if you want recruiting knowledge, football recruiting pro at football recruiting pro.com. It's a course. We have a plethora of people, former NFL guys that came in, dropped some knowledge on kids. It's 10 bucks a month. So you can do it for one month. You can do it for a year. I don't care. Just get the knowledge that you need. So you're not looking back on your career saying, I wish I would have blank, 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 because it's an eight hour course for kids and parents that teaches them the whole recruiting game, allows you to get ranked so that you know where you stand, allows you to watch film on top kids. Because if you think you're better than Talsili Okana, let's see if you think you're better than Smith Snowden or, Hunter Clegg or the Fano boys. Why? What skills do you bring to a college football team that's marketable in the war room for a college so a coach can pound his fist on the table and say, we're taking this guy over that guy? And that's really what it comes down to. You're absolutely right. It's it, the, the college recruiting process is such a difficult one to navigate alone. That's why it's great that there are sites like yours that are able to help people and guide them through the process. Make sure you guys give Moose a follow on Twitter at, at as well. His at is MooseB90. Moose, appreciate you joining us. Oh, anytime. Go Utes, go Cougs, go Aggies, go Utah Tech. <laughs> all of these schools. I love all the Utah schools. They're so much fun. I love all of them too. I'm going to edit out the BYU part and then we'll just go. <laughs> I'm joking. Totally fine with that. 
Utah podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I, just to tie this full circle, it is great when all the schools succeed. So it's going to be fun to see how it all plays out this high school season for these recruits and see where they end up at. And uh, if you guys want more recruiting and more Utah football talk, you know where to keep it at locked on Utes. We'll see you later this week.